Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Thank you for joining us. Hey, I'm going to be in Cleveland at Hilarities coming up September 12th through the 14th. I will Ooh. be at Hilarities in Cleveland. And I, uh, I will not be appearing anywhere on stage anytime soon, but I will be appearing on this episode where Chad is making me talk about the baby penis incident. <laughs> that's true. Also, I still have a cold. Sexy boys. You know that's right. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you're listening to The Middle of Somewhere. Across from me is my co-host, lead singer of the band Siagra with such hits as Kevin uh. the Dog and Baby Dick Bad. <laughs> it's Cy Amundsen. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this, but first, oh, but first, put a pin in it. I know you're chomping at the bit. You put a pin in I it. I know. But first, we welcome back. Hey Bales, out. Out today. No out hey today. Bales. Now, just so you know, nothing to do with Skeeter syndrome. No, he's, he's fine. fine. He's just at. He's not trapped in a polo. He's just at another. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> he's just at another job that pays more than this one. So we reintroduce Eric Foster, Foster original producer Eric Foster, and it's a very different vibe in the corner. It is a different vibe. We've got dress shoes, slacks. A, a polo with nothing on the breast. But he also kind of has, like, because he's young and handsome and has, like, a rock climby vibe to him. I would say, if I had to describe him, I would say he looks like the guy your wife thinks about from REI while she's fucking you. Like, that's that's the vibe right there. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think he looks like Jax from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. If he decided to go straight. Yeah, yeah. If he was like, no more drugs for Jax. He was scared straight. And friends, was, my friends are important now. Like that sort of Jax. Yeah. Trade in the motorcycle for a cubicle. Question, he doesn't have a nickname. We don't know how often he'll be here. But I, if like fa- I, like fa- I like Foster the People. He just came back from a three-month boat trip where he sailed, a bo- not like the Cuba Gooding Jr. type, like, he took a sailboat with his new wife, and they boated to n- the New York coast. I don't know that that's a thing. Uh, what if it's we call him What if we call him Boat Boy? Oh, I don't. He doesn't love it. I don't like that. You do you know like that. You know what I'd that. love to You're call just, him? You know what I'd love ahead. to call him? Because, because you he, liked Boat he Boy eats, earlier. He eats raw hot dogs. I'd like to call him Hot Dogs. Let's call him Hot Dogs. Not Hot Dog. Hot Dogs. Because that uh, means he's going to, like, pop a wheelie or some shit when he's on his bike. No. And by the way, it's a mountain bike. It is no longer a motorcycle. Right. Hot Dogs. I think we call him Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs. Plural. I love it. Yeah, That's way better than Boat Boy. But it's All the right, only thing dogs. I could come up with. Plus, it has the same kind of uh, structure a little bit. Same hay syllable. Bales. Hay Bales Hot Dogs. Hay Bales and Hot Dogs. No, I don't have to remember too much shit. That sounds like a, somebody's, uh, like, these are my dogs, hay bales and hot dogs. Frank, yeah. Frank, 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 hay bales, hot dogs. <laughs> yes. All right, let's do it. Okay, I'd like to start. Ugh. I'd like to start because we're going to do this as a, uh, some sort of, you know when, when a celebrity fucks up? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know when, like, a celebrity hits fame in 2019, but mm-hmm. they accidentally were caught on tape saying the word fag in 1985. 
And they're like, all of a sudden, they're like, we know it's 34 years later, but we need an answer. That kind of shit. <laughs> That's what we're going to do here today. I'm going to okay. say to you, uh, so we had some stuff last week about a diaper being changed in a Whole Foods parking lot. I was walking out of Whole Foods, and I saw a dad changing his diaper. Changing his ch- child's ch- ch- diaper. Not his own diaper. Changing. And it was a baby. It was a baby's diaper. Okay. And I, uh, I told him that, uh, in case he wasn't aware, his baby's dick was out in a public parking lot. And we got into it. Yep. And it ended with me shouting the words, free baby dick. Yeah, that's right. Now, I feel a little bit like the guy who has purple hair and a ponytail on Hunger Games. <laughs> Inter- interviewing all the people. Uh, so, okay. And then, go ahead. Let me tell you what the ramifications were. <coughs> I have received hundreds, hundreds of messages from parents who listen to this show telling me how wrong I am. Sure. And can I read a few of them? You can. Okay. Of course. Begin. <laughs> I didn't know if you had more prelude. No. Ba- ba- basically, here's the thing. I, like, so a lot of people were really upset, and these were my three favorite messages. So I want to start there. Okay. Let's start there. But I received literally en- enough that I stopped reading them. Now, I only got a couple messages telling me I was right, and it's like, if you're listening and you're going to take the time to type a message saying I'm right, save it. I know. Yeah, that's fine. I was right. This isn't third, about you. I was right in third grade one time, <laughs> and I, you don't need to keep telling me. Let me give you my top three messages okay. that I received, and I will not be giving you uh, credit for these messages, people who wrote them. The first one, okay. dear shit dick. Oh wow. <laughs> Question here is: Is this meant for the baby? <laughs> Was that meant for the child that it's, shit on its dick? Also, okay. maybe a bit homophobic because he didn't put in parentheses from a woman's butt. This this could be a homophobic slur here. I'm not it accusing this person. It could also be like you're wiping back to front. It's just, okay, there's it doesn't a lot matter there. how we there's, got there. Yeah, there's shit on the dick in this right. situation. Dear shit dick, I know your days are filled with shirtless dog walks, trips to Whole Food, and pretending to be a cop, but some of us are real adults with real responsibilities. So until you have a single shred, so until you have a single shred of adult responsibility, maybe chill the fuck out on people in a parking lot. Wow. Next up. That's harsh. That's a harsh one. That's the starter. Here's number two. It gets worse from here? I don't know if it gets worse. Okay. Uh, I'm doing them in order of my favorite. That was my third favorite. So this is like how you would set up a fireworks display mm-hmm. on the 4th of July. Closer at the end. I yep. mean, if if you had responsibility. Yep. Okay. Number two, it starts out by going, der, D-E, and a bunch of R's. Yeah. <laughs> der, I'm Cy. I'm not in charge of anything important. Der... So wow. I freak out on parents just doing the best they can in a s- difficult situation. Durr, durr, durr. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I laughed out loud at that one. Last one. Hey, Cy, I know you spend a ton of time focusing on your own personal baby penis. Now, time out. I think it's, it's good that we've progressed from shit dick to dir to hey, Cy, right? So that's a good 
Yep. But then, but then I didn't hear that other part. Hey, Cy. I know you spend a ton of time focusing on your own personal baby penis. So when you're out in public and see a different baby penis, it makes you think of your own baby penis, and you get really frustrated, so you freak out about the baby penis. It's okay that you have a baby penis, man. Leave these poor parents alone. P.S. Love the show and your baby penis. (laughs) (laughs) Do we know if that is from a male or female? It is from a male. Okay, now, I'm going to say this. You are tall and lanky, and I can't imagine you have a baby penis. It's at least, like, if it is a baby penis, everybody would be like, that baby's got a reasonable-sized penis. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were born, the nurse would be like, wow, this is quite a baby penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, of all the baby penises I've seen, this is in the upper percents. Okay, okay. your baby is in the 90th percentile <laughs> for penis. Yeah. I don't know if that... We took a little extra off during the <laughs> circumcision because it was just... It would get in the way. It was borderline cock. <laughs> borderline cock. So all the rest of the messages were some version of this. How dare you a- attack this man who's having a difficult day just doing the best he can dealing with this horrible shit accident? Almost verbatim. Okay. That was every other message. And, and also telling me I don't have kids, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. That is crucial to every single message. L- let me tell you this. I was wrong, right? Like, I think my actions Wait a minute. You said wrong. I was wrong, right? Is this some kind of trick? No. Nope. Do you mean I was wrong, comma, correct? I was looking for your affirmation. I think my actions were wrong. I don't think I should have shouted at that guy in the parking lot. Now... That I've said that, I'd like to walk it back and I'd like to explain myself. Now, can I go ahead? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna let you explain yourself. I have some notes here. Okay. And if you don't hit them, then we'll come back. Okay. First of all, you have to understand my theory on parents. And I'm looking forward to being a parent. I know I'm not one yet, so I couldn't possibly understand what it's like. I think 70% of parents who are good parents out there are awesome, cool, interesting, doing a good job, making some mistakes, doing some things right, but they're raising good kids. That's being a parent. Uh-huh. I think 30% of parents out there you could argue, are the worst, most insufferable group of people that exist on the entire planet when it comes to groups of people. I would agree with that. And I would guess most of the parents who listen to this podcast are in the 70%. But I'm talking like that. You're just, Teresa's just acting out because you're not challenging her. I will tell you that I went to this class, ECFE, and maybe I've told this story. I can no longer remember what I've said on this podcast. So if I repeat myself, please forgive me. But this is like the 21st, second, 22nd, something like that. So I was in ECFE, and this woman would always go, well, Billy knows. First of all, your kid's name's Billy? <laughs> what is this, a fucking movie? We get it. But Bi- Billy knows. So they'd go around doing animal noises, and some kids wouldn't know. And go, Well, Bi- Billy knows what a buffalo says. We went to a buffalo farm. Billy, tell everyone what a buffalo says. And then Billy would go, moo. <laughs> and she'd go, that's right, that's a car. i go, no, 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 that's not right. You didn't say cow. You said fucking buffalo. And then now I'm a big dick, and everyone's looking at me. But I still, you can't change the conversation to make your kid look smarter. Yeah. Your kid thinks a buffalo says moo. Fucking, he's not ready for kindergarten. (laughs) Done. Done deal. So I walk into every day with that feeling. And I coached basketball for a long time. And I dealt with a lot of those parents. So I, I have some baggage, right? So I'm 
that day, now let me backtrack what exactly had happened that day. And I'm not making an excuse. I'm just telling you what my life was. Now, I'm going to jump on your side here. Yeah. And when people say, you don't have kids, you have no idea, you have an unacceptable amount of family members. 14 nephews and nieces. It's not like... I've, I only have owned a bird for 15 years and never gotten close to a kid. I, no, so I, I want to throw that in on your side. So as far as, like, kids go, you've been around children, you've seen... And I love children also. I yeah. can't wait to have my own kids. You've, you've seen uh, how it works. The amount of family members you have, like, carbon footprint-wise, is it's unacceptable. It's a lot. But as far as, like, knowing Having a big family and right. how things work. Yep. So that day, that morning, I was at my favorite restaurant, the Pancake House. Oh, yeah. Can I jump in again? Go ahead. Pancake House. Love the it. scene of where we brought my sister before she went into rehab for meth. Ooh, which one? Uh, the one in Edina. I love that one, the original one. The, the original, original Pancake House. Yes. It's, so it's called the original Pancake House. My sister was... This is like her rock bottom, right? Mm -hmm. So she is. She looks like a hanger, you, like clothes on a hanger. That's oh, what her yeah. body has become. Okay. My mom just had skin cancer removed from under her eye, and she had to have this like. It may as well have been Carmex. It was some sort of salve. Yeah. For healing. Got it. I had long hair, and when I have long hair, it gets real poofy if I don't Straight control it. Straight out. Yeah. Uh, and my sister, she agreed to go into rehab, but that night we couldn't find her. So I was going all, checking all the hot spots <laughs> to see if I could find her, and I had not slept. So I looked. I had bags under my eyes with big, huge, poofy hair. We go into the Edina. Now, for those of you that don't live in Minnesota, Edina is Richest a rich community in the state. Rich neighborhood. Yep. And we walk in <laughs> like we... Like, we just blinked and showed up there. <laughs> like, we, like, what are they doing here? Like, you escaped from something. Yeah. And the, because here's what happened. We get, to, we get to my sister, and she goes, I don't want to go to rehab anymore. What about my friends? And I go, oh, your friends that you do drugs with <laughs> that, like, leave you to get in trouble? Those friends? Awesome. She goes, well, I'm not going to have any money anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, and I'm, and I'm fucking hungry. And my mom, in a, in a moment of parenting brilliance, goes, well, you're looking at all these three problems as, as a, one big problem, mm -hmm. and it isn't. So let's break them up, right? Your friends aren't really your friends. Money we can deal with. Mm -hmm. And you're hungry. Let's go eat. And my mom mm -hmm. has never been this calm in the whole time <laughs> I've ever known her. I dropped, I dropped her toothbrush on the floor one time, and I thought she was going to murder me. She was like, fucking toothbrush! Screaming before school. It's a pretty good alarm clock. But in this moment, goes, let's go eat. So we go in, and this girl who had trained in, I'm guessing, gymnastics her whole entire life, mm -hmm. she's probably a sophomore in high school, same age as my daughter now, okay. walks over to our table, we all look up from the menu at the same time, and I have not and she's seen. She's the waitress. I have not. Yeah, right. I had not seen terror on someone's face <laughs> like that before that or since. It was unreal. Now, just to quickly, quickly catch everybody up, my uh, my sister now uh, sober, it. sober for for so many years, double digit years, and uh, and just doing real great, killing it. Yeah. So. 
I just I every time I hear Pancake House, I shit, and I I tell everyone that story. The I love it there. Yeah. So you were there, and this is probably a bummer about me. I'm wearing an original Pancake House oh, shirt right yeah. now. I have OPH merch on. That's the type of man <laughs> I am. So I uh, so I'm on there. It's the mo. It's the morning of the the argument. Yeah, right. Right. And I am there to eat at my favorite restaurant and research NFL gambling because I don't have any kids yet, so I get to do whatever I want. And that's not me being cocky about it. It's just a lot of the messages were like, you just do what you want. Yes, that's the point. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not my fault. I'm sorry you know that, what that you is? fucking had kids and you hate your shit. When I have kids, I'm going to be pumped there around. I think sometimes that's anger from parents that still haven't gone to Belize mm-hmm. like they were promised they were going to get to. That's, that's exactly right. So I'm sitting there, and beh- and I'm just trying to enjoy my morning, and behind me there's a mom sitting there with her friend, and for a half an hour she is complaining about how hard it is to raise her kids. A half an hour. And she is a stay-at-home mom, which I think is fantastic. I think if you have the privilege, if you, are, if you have the opportunity to do it and it works for your family, I have no issue with it at all. I think it's wonderful. But she was talking about this like it, she worked in a fucking factory that was inside a coal mine in the middle of a civil war. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was the hardest shit. And by the way, she's at the pancake house during the fucking day. Her kids are both in school. Right. They were school age, and it took every bit of my power to not stand up and be like, hey, just a heads up, there are people out there who are doing this with three times as many kids as you, no significant other, all while working two jobs, and some of them, their kids might even be special needs. You whiny twat, and then walking out. That might be the first time twat has been said on this podcast, and the fact that you said it first is, surprising. is amazing to me. So, so that's where I'm at. That's where I start. Okay. Later in the day, I'm at Whole Foods, and I'm in an aisle trying to get something. There's a mom with two kids in the cart. One of the kids is screaming, and that doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those. Like, you know when people get on planes, and they're like, a baby cries, and they frick, they like, what the fuck? Like, they, I don't, it's just crying. Who cares? It'll be over at some point. It's not the baby's fault. Sure. Right? Uh, So I, uh, I'm I'm, I'm sitting there looking at stuff, and then I hear the mom go, Chastin. Are you supporting your sister right now? Uh-uh. Fuck you. Yeah. You you dumpster. I call that bringing therapy home. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like when I don't like when you know like I, I have friends that are bigger than me, like fatter than me. Yeah. And they'll say things like they'll go, "Oh, you chubby piece of shit." And then people will be like, "Hey, be nice to yourself." And it's like it's not your yeah. Also, should he? <laughs> Isn't being nice to himself what got him here? Being nice to myself is how I got these tits. So it's like maybe maybe we should say fat piece of shit once in a while to to self knock the ice cream out of our hand. Do you feel like next week we're gonna have to do an episode about that? Statement? No, <laughs> I don't. Not everybody needs to be. You know what? Being nice to yourself is what is is troublesome sometimes. You're letting yourself off the hook for yeah. everything. There needs to be consequences for what you're doing. So sometimes being nice to yourself is a bad idea. So, so to, I, and I can agree with that. But so you have to understand, I'm back-to-back 30 percenters. I've been hit in the face 
with two 30 percenters so far okay. on this day. So I'm a little fucking geared up. Okay. And then I walk out of the parking lot and fucking wham, baby penis. And I lose my shit. Yep, that's documented. And I, again, I know that that was not the cool thing to do. And I'm not saying that that's an acceptable excuse. But here's, here's the thing that I really, like, as much as I think that was not the cool thing to do, I don't think I was completely in the wrong. And I don't think you can prove that I was anybody, any of these messages. Sure. It's just everybody who messaged me was like, he had this hard day and he had this crazy, you, we don't know anything about this guy. Right. We have no, for all you fucking know, he could have pulled up to the Whole Foods, parked his car, left his baby in the hot ass car, went into the liquor part of Whole Foods, bought a bunch of booze, got in the car and been like, is that shit again? Fuck you, baby. I wish you were a vodka bottle. And then he s- dropped it on and changed it right there. Yeah. You don't know shit about this guy. Right. He might not have even had a car seat in the car. You don't know anything about this motherfucker. You should have fucking undercover copped him. Oh, I should have off-duty copped him. Let, let me take it another step further. Everybody okay. who messaged was like, he had this hard day. That's you projecting your own shit, man. You don't know what his day... People acted like he spent his whole day taking bullets for the baby. Right. Well, he might be a trust fund guy. Well, he's driving an SUV in a Whole Foods parking lot. You don't know anything during we the don't. daytime, during a weekday, during the daytime. But let, let me give you one more. Okay. I Because the thing that got me so mad was everybody going, he doesn't have time. He doesn't have to, like, he, this baby had this accident. He doesn't have time. He, and I should have mentioned this in the part of the story because this was one of the things that enraged me. He is parked in the very first stall closest to the building okay a shitty parenting because you're right where all the traffic goes and you're just going to put your baby on your back bumper now i'm going to get on your side here for a second you use the word enraged i believe you were already hot from the previous situation i was like you full and of not, piss and vinegar right I was not full necessarily of piss and enraged about this guy no i i it's will tell you building up exactly what happened i'm was, here to help you exactly what happened was i said the baby penis thing like it's out in the parking lot and then when he came back with that same energy then i ramped it up and that's not oh, his fault yeah. Every, that's not listen, his fault everybody watches poker you were pot committed yeah i was at this in point. at that point i was in but let me tell you something i went back to the whole foods I went right to the spot, and yes, I am a psychopath, but I oh, 200 messages. Ooh, proof. Go fuck yourself. 200 messages is a lot of messages to it get. Is. So I walked from where his car was parked to the front of the Whole Foods bathroom. 58 steps. And I have OCD, oh, so I, I might have take, yeah. thrown a fucking couple extra in there. 58 seconds under, th- or 58 steps under 30 seconds. It is one minute. People act like he trekked across the Sahara carrying fucking cinder blocks to get to the Whole Foods bathroom. And he just did not. And also, the, it was in the back seat. The, the third row seat was folded down, and there was a giant duffel bag, not like a baby bag, like a giant ass, like, look like a kid's hockey bag. Okay, sure, yeah. On the ground. So he had to get out of his car. Push the little button, let the door slowly raise open, pull the duffel bag out, maybe put that other seat down. He spent almost a fucking minute doing it. So let's not make it like this guy was like hauling 35 babies in the heat to a safe car where he could do it. So I, again, I'm wrong. But I think a lot of people are projecting their own situation. And and, That could be people do that. And let me say this one more time. Like, and we talk about your mom a lot. This, I have an unfair view of all this parenting stuff because of my mom. 
My mom is incredible. My mom raised nine children. That's too many. It's too many kids. Yeah. I'm happy that she raised that many. She raised three children. When the oldest was 18, she had me. And then adopted my sister and had my brother two years later. So then she raised those kids for 18 years. And then when my brother was 18, they adopted three teenage girls from Texas. The youngest was 13. My mom had children in her house that she was raising for 43 years in a row. It's a lot. 43. And had a full-time job running a college's library, ran the finances of the family, ran a conservation organization's finances, did all the cooking, cleaning, and other stuff that this lady at, at Pancake House struggles with, you know, until we were old enough to help. And in the summertime when she could have taken it easy, did 90 hours a week of work running a resort. And never once did she change a fucking diaper in her van in a Whole Foods parking lot. <laughs> Politician speech over. I'm going to give you... How long was that, Eric? That felt like I'm it was 100 you, years it long. It wasn't. It wasn't 100. It was, as far as I'm concerned, not long enough. <laughs> I love watching you talk with your hands on a podcast. <laughs> it's fascinating to me. I'm going to give you two scenarios. Okay. One... On for his side, yep. one for your side. Okay. So his side is this. He didn't want to go into the Whole Foods because his wife, who was in there, we think, was the lady from Pancake House. And he just cannot deal with that shit any longer. So he decided, I'd rather get yelled at out here. I hope somebody backs into my legs so I can fucking be a cripple in a in some sort of home where she stops visiting me. That's okay. So that's one scenario for his side. Your side is this. Um he stole the baby. Yeah, who knows? And all your yelling got the cops called and now that baby is home with its real parents. And also, maybe he didn't want to go into Whole Foods. Camera's in there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe he stole the SUV with a baby in it, didn't know it. And he's like, you got to be shitting me. I steal the <laughs> one SUV that smells like shit. And he turns around. He's like, oh, there's a baby. He's like, well, I, I'll, I'll change its diaper and I'll leave it at the doors at Whole Foods <laughs> because those people, they eat well. <laughs> now, let me tell you this. I went to looking on the internet. To okay. help you. Okay. I don't need help. I know you don't need help, Do you but, think but, this but is... we're friends. And, yes. I, and I, regardless of if I'm asked for help, I'm one of those annoying fucking people that yeah. goes, oh, you didn't ask for help? Oh, here, here's let, some help. Let me jump in I'm there. like a white lady. Yeah, you're very like a white lady. I will lady. force help on you even when you tell me to stop. Yeah. And that's true. That's White ladies true. do that more than anything. And with whom do they do it? Other races. Oh, like crazy. Anyways, let's and get... And then they post it on their Instagram. Let's get back to this. I let him live with us while he played high school football. Good for you, Cheryl. <laughs> um, sexpert. Here's an article I found. Sexpert says parents should ask for consent before changing diapers. <laughs> now, when I read this article, the the what the headline, I immediately thought, ask people around them. For consent before they change That's the diaper. That's not how I read it at all. It is not even close. <laughs> you gotta listen to this fucking nightmare. Are we? We're going into the thirty percent. I don't. Here we go. We're probably in the one percent of the thirty percent. In Australian, of course, 
An Australian sex educator has sparked a debate over consent after suggesting that parents should ask their babies for consent before changing their diapers. When Deanne Car Carson made the remarks on Australia's ABC News, she was trying to explain that parents should be teaching their kids about consent as early as possible. What followed was, predictably, a rhetorical car crash. Though Carson's statements weren't made in a vacuum, she was actually on television to discuss a rape case that had been brought that has brought Australia's laws regarding consent into question. Whoa. The excerpt Abby. in which she discusses diaper consent went viral. Of course it did. <laughs> you ding dong. Carson, who works with Body Safety Australia, an organization that tries to teach Australian youth about consent and physical boundaries, is seen advocating for a fairly extreme position on requesting consent. Naturally, she was caricaturized as a lefty loon. But Carson isn't walking her remarks back. This is a quote. She's doubling down? Yeah. We work with parents from birth just about how to set up a culture of consent in their homes. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Well, can I tell you what's not okay? Nappy? Yeah, fuck you. It's a diaper. Just because you live down and that doesn't mean everything <laughs> needs to be fucking unique, you dumb twits. All right. We could have been the second use of twat right there. No, twits. I love twits. I think I've explained this. I love twit because it means dumb, but also can be confused as twat for just a sec. Uh, of course a baby's not going to respond, yes, mum. That's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. It says diaper on the box, you dumb dildos. It's a nappy. You would like a nappy when I wrap you in your nappy? Carson told Newsweek before explaining what she really means is that parents should leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact. Can I tell you something, Ms.? And I guarantee it's Ms.? <laughs> Carson, fuck you. That's the last thing I ever, and I'm speaking only for myself right now, not other parents, me. but you do not make eye contact? <laughs> Fucking no. I am wiping shit off of another little person's bottle. I'm not going to be staring into their eyes while I'm doing it. That's how real trouble starts. First of all, I'm... I'm not going to ask permission to wipe shit out of your hair. I don't know how that works. The butthole's pointed down, and somehow you shit in your hair? The fuck is wrong with you? How hard did you push? Let it seep out. You don't need to force it out. There's shit in the back of your hair. I'm not going to be like, hey, do you mind if I wipe the shit out of your hair? I don't need consent. I'm fucking physically ill right now. I'm dry heaving over the fact that I need to get you somewhere to wipe shit out of your hair. And my daughter, really? Somehow the shit made a U-turn into her vagina? <laughs> no! I'm not gonna look at you in the eye while I have my fucking spelunking mask on and my Q-tips like I'm going into surgery to try to make sure you don't get toxic shock because your fucking body doesn't work right? I'm not making eye contact, you dumb dildo. What a horrible, horrible advice. Hey, do you mind if I wipe this shit out of your vagina? I better wait. 
icon tear it is. All right, everything's going to be fine. I love the scene of you sitting there. <laughs> I'm sorry I freaked out, but that's the most asinine shit. Literally. Yes, I have ever heard. I like the idea of you uh, opening a shitty diaper of one of your kids saying, may I please clean up this poop from you, son? And then making eye contact and then just in your eyes. <laughs> <coughs> I still have a cold, you can tell. But yeah, that would be very funny. Just how do you, how do you change diapers? Only with Peter Gabriel <laughs> singing to me. It's either that or Sledgehammer. Yeah, soundtrack. We did it. We made it through this tough topic. The ears, can I say one more thing? Oh boy, you sure can. I thought, I think you're in the clear right now, but you say Here's what you what, want. I can show you. This is when people get kicked out of the presidential race. <laughs> they clean it up. This is like, this could be when a baby shits and then you clean it up and then right when you put on a fresh diaper, shits again. <laughs> I, uh, well, let me start with proof of why I know I'm wrong. Okay. Because I got all these messages of people telling me wrong. I did get a fair amount of messages of people who agreed with me. I didn't mention that. Uh, but I clicked on one of them. A guy sent me a message on Facebook that said, uh, he said, uh, you're totally right about that parking lot shit, bro. And just given that wording, I should have been like, <laughs> I don't want to be on this guy's side. But I clicked on his profile, and I'm sorry for outing you, dude. I, I appreciate your support. But you got to understand, this made both of us look bad. The number one thing, the last thing he posted on his uh, Facebook was a list of the greatest battle swords of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. So I don't, I don't know that. I, like, I saw that and I was like, nah, we're wrong. You couldn't have had like one of your kids be like, I love you, Dad, on there. It had to be battle swords. I love how he's like, you were absolutely correct about that baby's diaper in the parking lot. You should have said even more. Love the Highlander. <laughs> let's uh, before we leave. Let's let's. This went way long. This this explanation. Well, we needed to get it out. We need. There were people who were curious. But let's uh, let's transition out and let's. I've got one thing to tell you about before okay. we leave. That has nothing to do with the baby. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'd like to tell you okay. that I was in a golf tournament this week. It's the end of the year golf tournament for the golf course I'm in. Oh, now, the I'm, club championship. Yeah. Well, it's not the club. It's it's called the Labor Day Classic. Oh, I love it. So uh, we we did, had this whole tournament, and at last, you know, quite a while. And my partner. Now, first of all, I'm not good at golf, and yes. unfortunately, I'm. Uh, I was so there's two there's two divisions in this. One of them is the pot of gold, which is the zero handicaps, which means you shoot par mm -hmm. to six. Okay. Now I'm right above that, so I was the second one into the next division, and that spans out a little higher. So it's sixes yep. all the way to twenty fours. Gotcha. Now now the handicap system is just like is the worse you are at golf, the more strokes you take, the higher your handicap. Yes. So I got the second highest handicap, and I thought, oh, no. But it was, I've never had this much fun in a golf tournament. This guy is, he was he's almost 70 and couldn't hit the ball very far, but we laughed. And he, so this dude, mustache, and this is all out of respect. I am not making fun. Yeah. This is, he had a mustache, and he has like a... Uh, He's got a curly mullet in the back, but then but then not curly up in front. It okay. is absolutely incredible. And he his phone rings 
Uh, all his ringtones are different for different people, and they're all rock songs from the 80s. <laughs> and Purple Rain came on. Someone called, and Purple Rain by Prince came on, and he just looked at me and goes, fuck yeah. <laughs> Almost 70. I've never had that much fun golfing, and I hope I get him for a partner for the rest of my life. And I'm talking about gay marriage. Watch out for the messages. I had a blast. I actually had a lot of fun because I this weekend as well because I went to a tractor auction. Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course you did. So down from my brother's house, somebody we found out was having a tractor auction. So my brothers, my dad, my uncle Craig, and uh, and my nephew Ethan, we all went down because I was like, I have to. I have to see this. And it didn't even remotely disappoint. You are on a scale of hillbilly one to 10. Yeah. You've broken the scale. It, dude, the outfits alone. It looked like a fucking Toby Keith cosplay convention. (laughs) Like, dude, it looked like... It looked like somebody put in a newspaper, hey, Dunn from Brooks and Dunn died. Put on your best stuff and come to the tractor auction. We're hiring a new Dunn. Was there was there a holler? Like a, tractor! <laughs> tractor! <laughs> so ridiculous. There were so many sleeveless shirts that were also button-up shirts <laughs> that farmers oh, had cut. Yeah. The Dude, there was not a belt in the place that didn't have something attached to it. We're talking Gerbers, cell phones, pagers, water bottles, flashlights, everybody's Absolutely. belt, shit all over it. You actually, when you buy a tractor, they give you a Leatherman tool yeah, yeah. that you have to wear on your belt. That's part of the deal. You have to sign a contract. <laughs> there was a guy in a shirt that said, uh, it said, proud to be red, white, and blue, right? But here's how the shirt, on the top it said proud to be, then in big letters it said red, and then it said, and white, and blue. And the red was in all red. And the and white was in all white. And the blue was in blue. But he was pretty fat. Like, he was, <laughs> but he was a pretty big guy. And so I shouldn't call him fat. But he was a, he was a, he not- should be nice to himself. So he had his shirt tucked into his jean shorts. And you know, when guys who are very circular tuck their shirt in, you're I'm like, sorry, did you say tucked into his jean shorts? <laughs> Yeah, you did. Okay. You know when guys are more circular in body type, it's kind of like their pants tend to be up way higher. So it had cut out the blue and the red, the white, you couldn't really read because it was white on a white shirt. So his shirt just said, proud to be red. And I walked by him. I was like, I love the shirt, man. He's like, thanks. I was like, go Russia. And I walked off. <laughs> Two hours later, I saw him, untucked shirt. It oh, was good. I bet. Yeah. Oh, I, he had to have done it immediately. Sure, sir. Fuck Everyone those commies, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> but, dude, I, the I don't know if you've ever been to a tractor auction, but if you do, bid everybody up. Just decide if I lose $200, so be it, and be willing to every like bid every farm up. Because they it wasn't just tractors. It was tools and toolboxes sure. and equipment. And every time somebody get right to their breaking point, I go, help! And I would bid. And then the look on their face, like, how bad do I want these fucking wrenches? And I, everybody overbid <laughs> on it. Uh, I also, I had a lot of running bits throughout the day. Uh, two in particular. One, massive failure. Other one, giant success. Okay. Uh, anytime anybody would buy, like, a box of antique tools, 
I would walk over by him after they got delivered. I would nudge him and go, what you got there, sex toys? Not a laugh on the day. Not a single one. I hope that's the success, though, because that's funny to me. It was. I thought that's it was super funny, funny, but it failed. Okay. Without the biggest win of the day, anytime anybody would show up in, like, a polo or khaki shirts, I would nudge whoever was next to me. I'd point to him and I'd go, city folk. <laughs> Fuck, you'd have thought that I was Tim Allen in the height of home improvement. Like, it fucking murdered. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, and then I closed the day. Oh, also, this was great. Uh, my brother was bidding on something. He wanted to buy some box of tools or something. And uh, somebody on the other side was bidding it up, and it just kept going and going. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And then the guy, a guy moved, and we could see behind him. And on the other side, it was my Uncle Craig. So <laughs> they were accidentally bidding each other up on something they both wanted. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I closed the day by sitting out by where everybody leaves. There was like a little food cart out there. Okay. And I was sitting in a chair there, and anybody who walked by... Uh, I would go, people walk by and I go, $200 for some tools. Who's running this auction? The Clinton Foundation? <laughs> Again, 100%. Just, just high fives and happiness the whole time. Oh, way that's so fantastic. I see. So you got a tractor. Here's the difference between you and I. Yeah. My daughter thought I was gay for mm -hmm. two years. Yes. Um, no one's ever thought that about you except for the guy at Caribou. Yeah. I uh, would say there's, there is a, unfortunately, Within my close family, there was a long, long-standing theory because I. Oh, I was kidding. I married you, and I still think it. Um, so, but you go to tractor auctions as a beard, and I go to like quilting parties. That's what I do. And one time, I uh, I was driving through a small community, just cardboard sign quilts. So I drive in up this like mile driveway where I think I'm going to be murdered because it's the driveway where it's trees all around the house. So you have to drive through the trees to get to the house. So I'm like, quilts? I'm like, are they just trying to get old ladies in here to, <laughs> like, to murder them and steal their cookie recipes? And I drive in, and it is a quilting party. So I just, I stop, and they're selling quilts outside. Did you buy one? I did. And I, I would absolutely, I love quilts. I love quilts too. And I go, I go, what did, I go, what is the material here? It feels familiar, but I don't really know what it is. And she says, these are this one was made of all of my husband's sleeves. All of the sleeves he had, this is torn off of his fucking shirts were the the stuff of the quilt. Interesting. So when you said sleeveless shirts, I was like, yeah, and I know where they go. Into farm ladies. They keep into people farm warm. ladies quilts. Absolutely. I couldn't believe that shit. I uh I know you got to go. Uh, but before you go, yeah. uh can I can I tell you that uh, I did not want to talk about the baby penises again this week. I know, this, but I this made was you. your idea. I know it was because we we got to get it out so everybody knows where everybody stands. So I think maybe that just to end the show, you just sigh. I respect you, and I think you were probably even though you went about it wrong. I think, and I disagree. I think you're valid. You know, your opinions and feelings are valid, and all that guides me to understanding that I do love you. Um. So I, I appreciate, I can't remember exactly what you said, but I, I appreciate you. I know this was hard for you this episode. I just wasn't, I just think it makes me seem unlikable. Right, but I, but you are likable and I appreciate you coming on and talking about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do think your opinions are valid. I've all, I mean, that's why I agreed to do this show with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I do respect you. I do think you were wrong in this instant. 
And, I, and and by the way, again, I th- also think I was probably wrong. I think the the yelling over and over, but I do listen. You're talking to a guy who sprayed gasoline on a person, <laughs> so I understand being pot committed at a certain point where you're like, "There's no fucking way I'm backing down from this." That's shit. how I felt. I get, and that's how I will be killed. <laughs> I will be murdered because of this exact same situation, but not by someone holding a baby. So you were smarter in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I think I can. I think I can tell you that you're right. I do respect you. And wait, well, I told you I gotta go. And <laughs> see you next week. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.